Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. Thanks for joining us and thanks for being here on this crazy planet we call Earth. We're online at notjustaphase.net and on Instagram at notjustaphaseworldwide. Occasionally, we're tweeting some nonsense over at NJAP Worldwide. And now you can follow us on TikTok also at Not Just a Phase Worldwide. What we're really doing on TikTok, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm figuring it out. Uh, it's probably going to be like NFF coverage or something. Um, but yeah, we'd like to give a very warm welcome to uh, our guests today, members of Dreaming Maria, hailing from Las Vegas. They are an absolute whirlwind of screamo, beatdown hardcore, and like all the tasteful, delicious parts of metalcore. Their mosh pits are sure to leave your ass shaking and your nose bleeding. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, I'm Donovan from Dreaming Maria. You're listening to Not Just a Phase, and this is our song, Killing the Male Man with Whole Cans. you both come through how are you doing good how are you we're doing very good we're doing uh we're doing good all right and i'm glad to hear that okay so um for our listeners at home can you introduce yourselves you know uh your name your position in the band and your pronouns if you'd like um i'm donovan i go by he him i'm the vocalist of jimmy maria i'm caleb i play drums and i just do all all pronouns i don't care all right right on very cool um, so, you know, as a podcast, we always are curious, like, if other people are into, like, podcasts and audiobooks. Are you guys big co- podcast people yourselves, or? Uh, for me, not so much. I kind of just, like, I read here and there, but that's kind of just as much as that goes. Like, music only, basically? Yeah. I got you. I think I, like, 
if it counts as like podcasts, mostly like YouTube videos, like video essays and stuff, occasionally like some podcasts, but like not really. Yeah. I don't know. No, I feel you. I think it that kind of like it used to just be like a radio interview. And I feel like the YouTube essay is like a more like kind of formatted version of a podcast in a lot of ways. So I, I, I'm going to count it only because then we can maybe do it later and say it's still a podcast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, outside of so outside of music, do you guys have any other hobbies that you like? Um, so when I'm not doing music, I like to tattoo. I used to work at a, a shop here in Vegas called like Excess Ink or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, tattooing and I love fireworks. Oh, sick. Because, <laughs> uh, I just play video games. Um, I'm getting into like coding and stuff. I want to eventually make that like, I don't know, like a career. Um, I just like building websites and just doing stuff like that in my free time. Oh, very cool. Okay. How how long have you been uh, doing tattooing stuff for, Donovan? Um, so I've been messing around with uh, tattoo machines since I was probably like, I want to say 15, but I, I didn't start taking it serious until like about two years ago. Okay, very cool. And then, so Caleb, you said you like video games. Is, is there any games you're playing right now that you think people should be playing? What's your slept on game right now? My slept on game. Yeah, give uh, us the secrets, man. Like, yeah. what's up? Um, well, obviously, I have to shout out Disco Elysium. That's like my favorite game of all time. Uh, does not get enough love as it should, I feel. Um, also, Ultra Kill. I like that one a lot. It's a very fast paced shooter. Okay, cool. Is it kind of like uh, like Hotline Miami esque, where it's just like really like shit's just kind of flying at you a bit? Kinda, but it's more like Quake. It's like a FPS oh, game. But you're like a robot and you fight like demons and like angels and shit. It's awesome. Oh, hell yeah. That sounds awesome. Okay, so kind of moving back towards like music direction of things. How did you guys kind of first get involved in like music or the scene? You know, whichever kind of came first. Okay, Um. so when I was about like... uh. I'd say, how old was I? I was about 13 years old, and my uh, sister Piper, shout out Piper Ferrari, shout out Roman Candle. Shout um, out Piper. She brought me to my very first hardcore show, and I, I believe it was at uh, American Legion, which is a venue we have out here. But I don't know how to explain it. Like ever since that first show, and just seeing like how everyone was with each other and the vibe of the scene, it kind of just uh, took over from there. I just went to a lot of them very cool do you remember that before we get to Caleb do you remember what that first show was yeah I'm interested <sighs> I don't I think I've tried to remember I think like acid rain might have played Ooh. I don't know <laughs> all I remember is I saw a dude in like a, a red cape uh, the vocalist had like a red cape on he like <laughs> threw it off all dramatically and I was like oh yeah dude yeah sold mm -hmm. that's awesome okay what about you Caleb um well my dad has obviously been like playing music since forever like since way before I was born so I've been like just already interested in that from a young age I started playing drums mm -hmm. before I could even remember 
Um, and then I just like, I think like 2016, I was like 12 or 11 years old and I started my first band and we just started playing shows from there. And That's so rad. I got more involved in the scene and it just kept going. That's sick. What was your first band called? It's called The Lesser Evil. That's we were a solid like... name. <laughs> that's what I was saying. That is a solid name. That I'm, I'm being for real. Like that's yeah, that's a solid name. Because you know, some kids are like uh, you know, like dog bite. Well, actually, that's kind of a good name too. Actually, I don't know if I believe in a bad <laughs> name anymore. I think when I was in like middle school, I had like a band named right. like Slow Motion or something. It was yeah. It kind of works though, you know what I mean? I guess I it depends bit, on, what yeah. you, on what you play and stuff, but uh yeah. Okay, that's really cool. Shout out Jonas. We love Jonas too. Mm-hmm. all right so do you um you can do this either as like we people interpret it differently but so we'll ask um what two records define you and you can do it either as individuals or if you want to do it like as a band that's also okay mm. what do you think Caleb? i don't know i kind of want to do individual go ahead <laughs> um i think uh, a promise by Shushu uh, would definitely be one. I actually got a tattoo. My first tattoo was a Shushu tattoo, um, and uh, Black Metal by Dean Blunt are probably my two albums that define me. Okay, nice. Um, I'd have to say either or by Elliot Smith. And shoot, what's another one? This is gonna come off stupid, but what is that one album called by uh, Show Me the Body? It's the. You want me to pull up Spotify? <laughs> yes, so, you know, I can't <laughs> okay. think of it right now. It wasn't the not the last one, but the one no. that they had, the one that they kind of blew up on, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't think that. Yeah, that one. What's it? Oh, sorry. What's it called? Log whistle. Okay. That's yeah, a hard album. They're really good. Yeah. They are really good. Have Have y'all have either of you seen them? I know they've been out. I I've never gotten to see them, but um, I saw them. They played Sound and Fury last year. They played oh, okay. Vegas, and someone got their skull cracked open. <laughs> oh yeah, they like <laughs> jumped off the stage, right? Yeah. Um, crazy story about that. Uh, they like. People were like stage diving and it was so like the floor of the venue that they were playing on was like hard tile. And this dude just like went like flying like head first into the crowd and people were all like so fast. No one was even able to like realize until like he was like on the ground, like he landed head first. He's alive. I think he got <laughs> like he got to the hospital quick enough. Yeah. Like, oh, man. yeah, it was just like gnarly. Yeah. Damn, that's like some eleven o'clock news shit. Dude, seriously. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that they like conservatives use to shut down a venue, you know what I mean? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad they're okay. Or I hope they're okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay, so this is my favorite part. What's okay. a what's a local band that isn't getting the love right now? What's a band from Vegas that you know is like they're right there? They just people just need to hear that shit and they're gonna know. Run your luck. Ooh, run, run your, your luck. luck. Um, I definitely, I have two. Okay. There's um, Thousand Ways to Die. Yeah, Thousand and, Ways to uh, Die. And 
Blush Hour. They're some younger kids. Blush Hour. And they're actually, they're kicking it. They're doing their thing. They're supporting, showing love to the other local bands. And they're, they're pretty good. Okay. All right. That's sick. Run your luck. That's a great band name. You That's got what to say I was that. saying. Good dudes. Mm -hmm. All of them. And all of those bands are all pretty nice dudes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very sick. Um, so were either of you, I mean, either of you have been like involved in music for a while. Well, like, what are some of your favorite, like previous projects, or do you have any side projects that you're in right now that, um, uh, you'd like to share with us? Um, so I do have another side project. I'm a, a vocalist in a hardcore band called Dissociate. And, uh, other than that, I'd say that's it, honestly. That's, that's, a, that's my side project. Okay, uh, cool. I've been... I've been doing like hella shit. Um, I have my side project that's like mainly witch house um, called Vampire Smile. It's fire. Absolutely <laughs> fire. Uh, yeah. I'm making like new stuff for that. Like right now I'm planning on having an album out by like, I think like October or something. Oh, sick. Okay. Are you going to do like a self self-release type deal? Or are you going to try and shop around? Yeah. Just self-release. Okay, cool. Gonna gonna channel some ooh vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, right on. So as far as like um moving towards like the EP that came out, right? There's like there's so much happening with it. Like it's it's such like it's so fun to listen to because you know you're feeling so emotional from like some of your vocal work Donovan, and then there's just this ass beaten riff that comes in and next thing you know you want to kill somebody. Like it's, it really runs the gamut. So when you when y'all were writing this thing together, like what was what was did you know like yeah we want to blend stuff together or is it just like all the pieces kind of coming together from different people thinking that? Um. So I remember when we first like started off like hey we we want to do this we want to make an EP or whatever we make. Uh, it was kind of like we got into the studio and we were just like you know screwing around writing together seeing what we all equally like and it just kind of I feel like naturally became super all different genres in a way okay me all and right. the guitarist Aaron we like we were really inspired by like the number 12 looks like you and heavy heavy low low and our main like inspiration like instrumentally was to confuse people yeah. we just <laughs> wanted to like make people be like what is going on <laughs> Those are the best albums. Mm -hmm. I mean, the first time I heard Nuclear Sad Nuclear when I was in like high school, I was like, what the fuck is this? I hated it. And then I came back like a year or two later. And I was like, it no, grows no, on you. This is the best thing I've ever heard, period. Yeah. Shout out. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I literally love them. The moment for new stuff. So, so we'll see. Have you gotten to see them at all? Mm -mm, I haven't. Me neither. Hopefully they tour again. You should. You should. Uh, you should drag him out to Vegas. I'm sure, dude. You can hit up Jesse Foreman. I talk. I like. I'll DM that dude randomly sometimes, and he'll be like, "Hey man, how's it going?" He's so fucking nice. He's super like, nice. Hey. Yeah, you should be like, "Hey, we'll open for you." But like, yeah, I'll come to Vegas. I guarantee yeah. you, he'd say some shit like that. I'm going to fuck it right after this. We'll text him. <laughs> Tell him I sent you. No, no, he's gonna okay. be like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> Um, okay, so for, also for, so in the themes of the album, like, you know, or the, sorry, the themes of the EP, the silence that left behind, like when you're 
writing like something that is as heavy as it is like is there a specific like emotional story you're trying to tell or because the, the name feels like very ethereal you know dreaming maria and then the silence left behind also feels very ethereal in a lot of ways like is that a particular direction you want to go in um so when it came to uh i guess like naming the ep because we already had like the songs done we were just kind of confused on like what we were going to name it um i don't know i was sitting there and i was trying to think about like all the lyrics that were in the ep and just like what they're about and what it makes the audience feel mm -hmm. and i was like okay so it's definitely a heavy emotional feeling so what am i going to do to make the ep name either sound perfect or you know what I mean? Completely yeah. opposite of what people would expect. So I just, I don't know. I thought about it for a few days, maybe a week. And I was just like, that's it. The silence they left behind. It just holds that emotional aspect pretty well. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that tracks. It definitely feels, like I said, it runs the gamut for emotion. So it yeah. definitely, that definitely makes sense. And um, I mean, y'all just, y'all just got done with your tour. What was it like to take, this particular project on the road and see other people reacting to it how, how like overall like how was tour it was really cool yeah i had a lot of fun um it was, it was dope we just kind of had you know the two bands associate and drew and maria and we're all just like in this house together you know relaxing and stuff but i, I would definitely say that when we first we're driving. I was a little nervous because i was like you know i don't i don't know how Callie's gonna react to this like I've never I've never really been to a show where they have all these genres besides like I guess Roman Candle because Roman Candle also does that yeah um but yeah I was a little nervous and then once I kind of saw everyone was digging it I was just like all right this is cool like everyone fucks with it okay mm -hmm. awesome what about for you Kale? it was just well that was my first time actually being out of state by myself mm -hmm. so it was a tiny bit stressful at first but like yeah. Once I, like, got into the groove of it, I was like, okay, this is just cool, yeah. you know? Uh, there was a cool moment at the first show where um, we were performing a new song, and I don't think it was... Wait, no, yeah, wasn't it the first time that we even, like, performed that? Yeah, we never played that live. Yeah, um, but, like, at one point, there's, like, a part where it's just him doing vocals and there's no drums, and... I just like randomly got up and like threw my sticks down and like jumped up and everyone totally thought that I was going to leave. But I just like so scared. <laughs> I like grabbed the other microphone and I started like screaming along with him and everyone was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I love that. I love moments like that live where I just like, OK, I'm going to do something and yeah. they're either going to catch on or it's going to be weird. Yeah. Most of the time, it's cool. I mean, yeah. that sounds pretty awesome. It sounds like a really organic moment that kind of just came about where you just, yeah. you were kind of sitting there and you just felt it and you're like, I got to fucking get up right now. Or was it something mm -hmm. that you kind of were thinking, you had been thinking about like with that song? I was kind of thinking about it like a little bit before when we were like sitting in the parking lot before we played. But also, it was just a stressful day and I kind of just needed it. Yeah. So my cat just jumped across the screen. No, that's okay. I'm I'm worried about where my cat is right now. Oh, never mind. She's sleeping on my pillow. Peaceful. What's your cat's name? Uh, this one is Odin. 
Oh, I nice. Very much. Oh, he does. Never mind. Got big old father <laughs> vibes. Mm-hmm. He's very chill. Cool. Okay, so would you say that um, usually we ask like what your favorite memory from like tour or like a show memory is? Is that your favorite one, Caleb, or do you have a different one, maybe? I think that one was my favorite. Um, yeah, I've only been out of state a couple times playing shows, hmm. and. The other two times, aside from like this little run, have been like disasters. Kind of. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think it is. Okay. Just a lot of good moments came from that like weekend. It was just really fun. Very cool. What about you, Donovan? Do you have a favorite uh, show or tour? It doesn't even have to just be for Dream Dreaming Maria. It can be for Disassociate. I think. My my favorite experience uh, show-wise was probably Dreaming Maria's first show because um, I think we dropped the EP the night before. It right. was like that day. Oh, that day. And I was just like, you know, okay, not a lot of people are going to know it maybe, but I was like, screw it, like, like, let's have fun. And almost like the whole room was like completely packed. There was like everyone moshing, everyone's having a good time and just enjoying themselves. And it was a lot of happiness I, I guess you could say really sick i'm sure that's like a wonderful yeah it was it was wild so i know you guys were kind of you're you're a bit um like in the younger stages of the band but who's like a band that you guys would really want to play with like either open for or like tour with like what's what's what what's one band that you'd be like yeah like let's, uh, let's be road dogs what do you mean caleb I'm thinking uh, Her Love Beheads Daisies. Yeah. Me and Aaron have been really digging them lately. They're really fucking good, so I don't blame you. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say it's like, a, if I had to choose a band that we can go on tour with, right? Yeah, tour or play a show with, whichever. Okay, so then if I'm thinking about it like that, I would definitely have to say like, Number 12 looks like you. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. It's a big stretch, but that's it. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, hey, who knows, right? Who knows? That's what I'm saying. You never know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, everyone's like doing the reunion show thing right now. And I'm sure that you guys got a couple bands that you're like, I wish they would just get back together. Do you have like one band that hasn't gotten back together yet that you would just absolutely die to see? Yeah. <laughs> it could be local, it could um, be national, whatever. The Brave Little Abacus. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That That's was fair. like that was like literally my favorite band of all time, like freshman year of high school. So like and I was mad because I got into them like not too long after they broke up. Oh. So it was like, damn, I can't even see them live anymore. Yeah. Um I would probably have to say is is heavy heavy low low still a band? Are they still doing yeah, they're still doing they shit. did get back together and they are touring, so oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I think they are still touring, Donovan. So you can get out there, you can see them, I think. Oh god. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna definitely I'd say uh foundation. Ooh, yeah, okay. Those first three records are just like these non-stop past few weeks. I've just been listening to Devotion Three on like repeat. I can't get it out of my head, dude. That's totally understandable. I was kind of, I heard at Sound and Fury, you know, 
I'm sure if for anyone who isn't plugged in at all, which I'm hoping anyone who's listening might be at least a little bit, Ceremony was the surprise guest at yeah. Sound and Fury this past weekend, which thanks everyone for telling me. That was really cool. <laughs> but also, I kind of was hoping it would be someone like Foundation or something. Because so I know that they I. were like teasing it a little bit, but I was, it was one of those things where you're just like far-fetched shit, you know? For sure. Foundation, maybe Unbroken shows up. I don't like, but yeah. Yeah, seeing Foundation would be really fucking cool yeah um so given you know that like you've been in, you've both been in the scene for so long like what's something that you kind of noticed from like when you kind of first got in that maybe you didn't like as much that now seems like it's really different or vice versa you know like how how's the scene kind of changed in a way that you view there's like some positives and negatives to it um i'd say that I guess when I when I got into the scene around 2018, I wasn't going a lot because I was still young. I was going to school and all that. But uh, I would definitely say back then it was a little more like closed, like to to the point where it's like, you know what I mean? Like friends are with friends and bands are with bands. Like I kind of felt a little bit of that when I first got in there. But um, that definitely went away. I feel like the scene's very welcoming now. And it's just like, it's it's a cool experience, you know what I mean? Open to new people and all that. I'm kind of the opposite end. Like, I don't know, I guess the exact inverse. Um, I feel like uh, opening up, like, I don't know. Our scene has, like, a little bit of a problem with, like, I don't know, like, really, really bad promoters. And there's one specific one that would just like nonstop allow like, you know, like underage drinking and Ooh. fights and like, and somehow like never got like any like cops called or whatever. They're like super popular, like, but they're gone. And unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, one booking company like took their place. But like, from what I've heard, their shows have not been like too great. So I hope that that dies out. Yeah. More, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, I know what you mean. I've seen way too many great venues run by great people who uh, they just, you know, kids just want to drink. And like, I get it, you know, like that's, that's the vibe sometimes. Like you want to get, you want to party at the show, but yeah. man, like it just, it's just killed so many great venues just so you can party for one night. It sucks. That's what um, I'm saying. Like, uh, to add more on what Caleb said, uh, it's weird when you have like a promoter that's like allowing all this stuff, right? Like underage drinking and like they don't really care too much about the fights or whatever. And Sometimes then, providing it to minors, yes. which is even there's Yeah. And then let's just say all those kids that were at these shows, they've only experienced that type of behavior. And then they go to an actual like hardcore show and then they're like, like, what the fuck? I'm not allowed to drink. Like, I'm not allowed to do this, this, and that. Like, I definitely feel that when people are first opened up to some type of music scene, like, that first experience really, like, plays on a lot of actions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does really set the tone. You're totally right. I've I've seen the same thing happen before, where kids come from, like, other parts of other, like, other scenes in LA, and they come and they're like, what? Like, what do you mean I can't do blow in the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> 
like dude there's this guy brought his kids like get out of here like this is an all ages show like (laughs) all having fun yeah yeah like i'm down for having fun but like not that kind of fun not the show yeah when there's cops (laughs) driving up and down the block already yeah okay no that's that's totally fair and valid and i'm sure like you know i mean because vegas like you're y'all seen has been so like it seems so tight-knit and like i'm not going to say insular but there's a different word where it just you y'all feed off of each other in such a special way yeah, yeah it's sure. all very proud but i know that you know sometimes when you get locked in the cage you don't get to choose your cellmate so like yeah. i know i know it's kind of tough a lot of the time and i mean do you want to speak to that a little bit like watching the city kind of bloom as far as like DIY and hardcore and punk, I know, you know, shout out Black Pass. They've been, they've been doing the hard work and all that, but like, how does it feel to kind of watch your city like come up in that way now? Um, it's kind of interesting because uh, like, if you asked me that question a year ago, I would probably like have more of an optimistic answer, but like, um, after like uh, some friends that I know who are in an indie band, like, ended up moving to Seattle and some other bands started moving to New York and everyone just kind of disbanded. Uh, a lot of like local scene stuff, like apart from hardcore has been like really, really just like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like um, there's not a lot of like, well, not like not a lot of diverse like genres, but I feel like it's, a lot less than there was like you know like even like months ago and even like some people are coming back but like it just doesn't feel the same Hmm. like i hope that like more people like come in and there's like honestly like people advocate for like no mixed genre shows but honestly i feel like they're good like i want to like chill out and watch like some indie or shoegaze band in between a hardcore band or like some punk band or grindcore band you know like yeah not trying to mosh all night like i gotta have a water break (laughs) or like get something to eat
about you, Donovan? Um, I feel like it, it's like a crazy thing to experience for sure. Because like, obviously some people knew of Vegas because of like Folsom or, you know, like bands like that. But I'd say throughout the years of being in the scene, it's a, it's a very wonderful thing to watch it grow and expand and all the new faces that are constantly at shows and the smiles you see, it's, it's, it's great. It's growing and it makes me happy because all of everyone gets to do what they want to do, either play music or listen to shows, you know. And back to Blush Hour, I feel like that's a really good point because a lot of really, really young kids are like coming into the hardcore scene and starting their own bands, you know, and I feel like that's, I think that's really cool. For sure. And like, another really cool thing about the Blush Hour kids is uh, I've noticed uh, when a lot of, with, with people and they don't understand necessarily like how the scene works and then they start a band, they're kind of just expecting of the promoters to like give them shows and stuff. But uh, with them, it was they did the the right steps. You know what I mean? They they came, they had fun, they brought their friends, they respected the venue, they just they did what they did. They supported what they needed to, and you know what I mean. Now they're in a, I guess, good place as a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like not exactly like pay your dues, but no, it's no, a, it, it's but... a community. It's a community. Like if you don't Definitely. act like you you're a part you. of it, yeah. You got to show that you're like, you know, you you love everyone in the community. You respect them. And yeah, give respect to get respect. 100%. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, I definitely, I 100% back that. And you definitely don't see that all the time. There are bands yeah. who, you know, are like, oh, they don't want to book us because whatever. It's like, it's not like you're cutting the line, dude. But if no one wants to hang out with you like before and after your set. Like, I don't know if people are really going to excited to have you play in their garage or whatever you know exactly and then that falls on their promoters because they're like they're paying money to have this show become a show yeah yeah nobody wants to hang out with like a total wiener so right Mm -hmm. okay so switching switching gears out of the scene a little bit back to like uh some of the fun stuff if you could do a, a guest vocal feature spot on like any band's track who would it be and why can be realistic or unrealistic you know um okay if I had to do a guest vocal track, I would definitely say, okay, I, I'm going back to number 12 looks like you. I don't know. I love his vocals so much. And like, I, I don't know. I want to put my own little sparkle on a song for sure. Okay, for sure. What about you, Caleb? Uh, dang, I'm not sure. Um, Maybe like, I don't even know. <laughs> I never think about like my vocals that much, but like probably mm-hmm. like I don't know. I feel like Angel Dust like moves more like into like melodic stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could be cool. Okay. So, like, I don't All know. Right. I'm moving a little bit away from screaming. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's rough on the throat. I don't, I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. It really wears you down. I don't know how you did double duty on that tour, Donovan. That's I don't know either. Fucking crazy. It's weird, man. Like, I, I there's this a uh, a coach, like a vocalist coach that I got into when I was younger, and I was like watching all her videos. I don't really remember her name. Oh, the uh, Zen of Screaming lady, right? Yes. Yes, I am familiar with her. Yes, she's because a legend. Of her, that is why I was able to do that. Some of the techniques I learned watching her stuff. 
Oh yeah. I would I would honestly count her as a pillar of every hardcore screamo whatever oh, yeah. scene she played. For sure. She's making sure everyone does the vocals correctly and not injure themselves. Like that's important. Yeah. yeah. She's a total legend. I remember watching those videos like forever ago. That's so cool that people are still watching that shit. That's really yeah. awesome. She's like blowing up on TikTok right now. I see her really? videos like every other day. And I hadn't seen her for like a couple years because she was on YouTube. But yeah, mm. now she's like blowing up like everywhere else. I got to follow her on TikTok, man. I got to see what that's about. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Show my love. Pay my respects. That's what I'm saying. Same. Like, okay. my method of screaming is so fucked like, <laughs> i just scream like it, i've never yeah. really had like an actual technique yeah is it the have you ever seen that video of the guy from frail screaming no i don't no. think so the band is so loud you, he's got the mic you can hear him screaming he pulls the mic away the band's still so fucking loud you can still almost like it's almost the same volume of screaming as when he had the mic and i'm just like there's no way that dude talks normal anymore you know yeah. what i mean it's insane, That's insane. yeah um uh, Okay, so you don't have to answer this, or if you want to obscure a lot of the facts, feel free to, but we always like to ask, uh, what's the most illegal or dangerous thing you've ever done in your life? Donovan, I'm sure you have an amazing- I'm sure your siblings and parents <laughs> may listen to this too, so we actually, you, if you want to like go with a softer <laughs> answer, that's fine too. We can cut uh, I'll go with full in. When I was about- 14 years old I was with some friends and we were on a we it was like late at night and we were on a construction site and I was like oh it would be so funny if this uh, it, it was like a like a water truck I don't know how to explain it other than that there's like a big jug of water on the back and I was like it'd be so funny if they left it unlocked and I go up and I was like joking and it was unlocked so then I got in and then uh keys were in the ignition and obviously it was stick shift. I didn't know how to drive stick shift, but I wanted to like see what I could do. So I, st- I turned the car on, pushed in the clutch, turned it on. And then, you know, it's really loud. It, it started and I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive this thing now. I re- like, I can't go back now. And then right as I'm like messing with the, the clutch and the stick shift, like everything, this guy comes out, oh, shit. a sledgehammer <laughs> in his hand. And he's like, hey, the police are on their way. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. And I just, like, <laughs> ran for my life, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't even fucking, like, think of something to one-up that dog, <laughs> honestly. Like, uh, I I think I've, like, trespassed, like, once or twice and not gotten, like, in trouble for it. But, like, I can't think of anything that crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty intense. Mom and dad, if you're watching this, I was just joking. Not yeah. that was uh that was from one of the video games caleb was talking about yeah 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 i remember that mission mm-hmm. <laughs> uh okay so assuming you're not a pacifist right if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you possibly could without there being any repercussions who would it be and why oh my god ron DeSantis. We've gotten that. That's been a popular one this year. <laughs> and um, a very valid one. That is. I would either have to say what Caleb said, or um, I don't know if you know who they are, but they go by the Island Boys. 
Oh my god, Island I just boys. The... Oh yeah, Island Boy. Yes, I don't it's I think his name is Fly Soldier. I don't know, but him specifically, I just want to punch him so hard. Did you yeah, see they the... got punchable faces? They do. Very 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 much so. Yeah. I got to talk to you about them immediately after this cuz Okay. I'm excited to hear I that. I saw a peculiar video of them on Twitter. Stop, so did I. <laughs> oh, how peculiar are we talking? Uh, it's bad. They're like losing clout, so they're trying to do whatever they can to like gain some. So Mm. they like posted a video of them kissing, of them kissing and their brothers. Wait, each other? Yes, each other. Yeah. And then now they're getting all mad because people are asking them like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Whatever, man." Like, they're getting all mad about it and stuff. And I'm just like, um. Uh, <laughs> there's no way dude i just don't oh. understand people people got broke like people's yeah, brains got know. broken sometime in the last decade i don't know what happened that's <laughs> okay both both great answers uh all right so i don't personally believe in this i know some people do i feel like the numbers are shrinking every year but what music do you listen to that could be considered like a guilty pleasure or like cringy you know you looked at me. What did, okay. <laughs> you looked at me like so, like. Not the homie that makes Witch House. No, that's not fair. You can't. I'm sorry, but you go first and then, because I'm, I'm thinking, like, I'm really trying to think right now. Okay, okay. Uh, I guess Broke Inside. Oh, buddy. Dude, okay. We gotta draw the line somewhere, like, Caleb. Come on. I like funny. it, like, because it's kind of funny. Okay. I don't really know if this is like like a guilty pleasure, but I definitely say uh Foo Fighters. Okay, that's fair. You know, I think in some in some circles that may be considered a guilty pleasure. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like when people say they really like uh or like people would think like Fall Out Boy is like a guilty pleasure or something. I don't care what no one says. I came up on Fall Out Boy. That's what I like was raised on. There, that. there are people out there, Donovan. It's not it it is not I. All right. Well, dude, it's it's like I. it's Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens, and Fall Out Boy, and then like old Bring Me the Horizon. That's what I grew up on. Respect. Respect. I get it. All right. So Broken Side and Food Fighters. That would be a crazy tour. That would be you a crazy tour. Almost like too crazy, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is your most unpopular music take? Oh my Go ahead. God. I heard some feelings. It's okay. Um, most unpopular music taste? Okay. Most unpopular music take. Like, what's something you say that you know that, like, the general public will not agree with you, but you don't care. You stand by that shit. Oh, dude, your dad's going to fucking clown on me for saying this, but... <laughs> He's in the other room. Okay. <laughs> The red hot chili peppers. Yeah. You think they're good? I think some of their stuff's all okay, right. Okay, shut uh, up. I think some of their stuff's all right. Okay. I, I can't. It's too nostalgic for me to like drop. I can't. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's probably like, yeah, that's my biggest take right there. Fair enough. Okay. What about what about you, Caleb? I don't know. I'm gonna save myself so I don't get like punched in the face and <laughs> uh say one that like emerged more recently but i feel like <clears throat> twitching tongues is Ooh. a little bit better than typo negative Ooh. 
yeah, that might get you in trouble in some places. Yeah, for sure. But I kind of, I kind of understand. I love them a lot. Like I love both of those bands, but honestly, I, like recently, I feel like I'm turning over the other side, you know, like I used to not listen to like Twitching Tongues too much, but like now I'm like, you know what? They're actually kind of, they're kind of good, you know? I mean, it kind of makes sense because, you know, like the newer band has like more at their disposal, right? Like Typo Negative has been a band for God knows how long at this point, but like Twitching Tongues were like what last like 15, 10 years. Like they, they had some other influences in there. So I, I, I can see it. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so far, and uh, you can you can also include unreleased stuff that you maybe have heard in secret. What do you what do you think is going to be like your album of the year for two thousand twenty three? Um, shit. Uh, think maybe. Hold on. I feel like mine is like tied right now between. Okay. Um. uh let me update my status by tisa korean i feel like some people will think that's a joke but it's not i don't think i know it's, who that is what uh is what type of artist is that uh rap okay it's like uh his new album is kind of like a little bit of a throwback to like early like soldier boy you know like yeah. that type of stuff right like but, Trey like, Songz honestly, era. it's like really good though it's okay. Really Dang. I gotta check that out. Should link me and, later. Yeah, I feel like it's that tied with that. Her love beheads Daisy's album. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I definitely say a new tomorrow by Zulu. Yeah. That's good. I I knew it was gonna be good when they released him, but I don't know. It just hit like so hard. Yeah, that's a banging fucking album. I think they're going on tour soon too, right? I think I heard something about a tour. I don't remember who it's with though. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I hope I get to see him one day. Yeah. That would be sick. But yeah, that is a banging album. So, I saw so. them last year at Sound and Fury and it was like absolutely insane the amount That's of really people sick. they had. That's fucking cool. What day did they play? Uh, Sunday. Oh, shit, man. That's the day when everyone's like, I really got nothing to lose. It's the last day yeah. of Sound and Fury, <laughs> and I'm not in the hospital. Someone's got to be. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Okay, so like as we're winding down a little bit, we have some a couple other kind of like hokier questions um, that we like to ask. But like, if you could give the world a gift, what would it be and why? If I could give the world a gift, um, that gift would probably be like ending or helping uh mental health a lot like problems with it like i definitely definitely i want to help people like that you know what i mean yeah i myself in that category i guess but um yeah definitely just like helping that the noble it's a noble yeah. answer make sure everyone knows like you're okay and there's people that love you mm-hmm I think mine would be like, I guess like empathy and being able to like understand people of different point of views and different perspectives, different walks of life. Because, you know, like in this year, like 
especially like I feel like bigotry is becoming like a really really big trend and it's like it's fucked it's not good and I wish that people would like you know like be able to like firmly like listen to other people's stories without being like is this some conspiracy what is going on here you yeah know? yeah the death of truth has really been something that we're not dealing well with mm -hmm. like very well in the modern era so those are those are both great answers thank you Um, okay, so what's the next big goal or accomplishment that you like want to reach as a band? Like, is there like a big venue you want to play or like a big band you want to open for, or, like a festival you want to head out to to be like recording, recording something? Like, what's what's like, the next milestone for Dream Korea? Hmm. I'd say, in my opinion, like my uh, milestone for Dreaming Maria definitely would uh, be uh, a larger tour, I guess you can say. Uh, more spots, more cities, just, you know, kind of going everywhere. For me, I think it would be like just dropping the next album. Yeah. Okay. Just writing more. Okay, for sure. Any uh, any special exclusives you want to give us about that, maybe? You don't have to. I'm, you know, just mm -hmm. I gotta ask. It looks good, bad. Um. Or I could, we could cut it out. You just tell me I'm Let's make sure Rob censors that shit. No, we we can leave this. Uh, I'll give away the title. I don't know what else to say. Um, the new song is called "Shots Fired" over Ed Ed and Eddie. Um, the main is inspired by this video I saw like a while ago, where it's like a bunch of people fighting in public, and they're like. They found out that Eden and Eddie got taken off the TV and now everybody's fucking fighting. And then it gets like really crazy and people are like like actually like fighting, like running a like running each other over and like people like shots are actually fired. Like it's like crazy. And the dude is still like walking around them like, would you go this hard for your favorite show? <laughs> That's pretty funny um okay that's sick yeah i'm super excited about that that's probably uh one of my favorite things that we have like written together mm -hmm. just the vibe of it it's so everywhere yeah okay. there's so many like the time signatures are really crazy just yeah i'm really excited about it though okay well that's good news because you know the ep is a clear indication that everyone knows how to do everywhere very well so this is this is exciting um and then okay you guys have like any shows coming up or anything else that's going to be happening or is dream maria kind of taking a taking a nap sorry for the pun um <laughs> for the rest of the year like what's going on um for the next couple months we don't have a lot of shows like coming up uh more recently and like the next like i guess like week or two uh we're going to be playing um Ontario, California, um, with uh, Claybirds for Sarah, One Way Mirror, February, uh, February, and Abby's Garden and Slate. Oh, that's right! I've seen the flyer for that show. Yeah, that's wait, what? Awesome. What day is that again? The eleventh. Oh, okay. Shit, that's awesome. 
Mm -hmm. All right, very cool. And then um, we usually save this like last space for you can give shout outs, thank yous, talk about important causes, um, whatever you guys want to talk about. The floor is yours. Okay. Uh, I got some shout outs. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Black Path for sure. They make a lot of the great shows in Vegas, like really pop off. Um, I want to shout out to Piper Ferrari. Love you, sis. The um, goat. The goat for sure. Uh, I would also like to shout out a band called Dredge and Scrutiny. Shout out to them. Great bands. Yeah. And Outlook. Outlook is another um, mm-hmm. promoter out here in Vegas. They do some very good shows too. Okay, very sick. Um, I'd like to shout out, um, I guess, my family and friends and everyone in Roman Candle, Dissociate, just our circle. And definitely uh, Jonas, Caleb's father. He's a producer out here in uh, Boulder City, and he's very, very good. His Instagram's uh, Second Born Sound. Y'all just doxed me for no reason. <laughs> It's all good though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Okay, very cool. Well, thank you both so much for coming on, Donovan, Caleb. We appreciate you speaking with us, and uh, we really look forward to what's coming next for Dream Maria. And uh, hopefully, we'll so catch much. you guys again soon. Thank you for having us. Thank you. What is that? What is that? That is what we do.